You're listening to The Open Podcasts. When Seve Ballesteros first burst onto the scene during the 1976 Open as a 19-year-old, the world of golf knew they were witnessing the emergence of a new star, but who could have predicted the joy that the magical Spaniard would bring to millions around the world in the years to come? To celebrate Seve's career and the launch of the new Seve film on Rakuten TV, let us take you back to experience each of the great man's triumphs in the Open Championship. First up, it's Seve's debut major win, 1979. The scene is now set for a championship cold and classic, with a result to defy logic. Already a nine-time European Tour winner at the age of 22, Seve was the talk of the town heading into the championship at Royal Lytham in St Anne's. But after a first round of 73, the Spaniard needed to go low on the following day to get back into contention because he sat eight strokes behind leader Bill Longmuir. And here is a check on your first day leaderboard with Bill Longmuir sitting very comfortably up the top there with a three-stroke lead over everybody and Ballesteros with a 73. Let's pick up the action in round two of the 108th Open Championship. Good evening. This second day of the Open Championship at Lytham has produced as fine a day of top-class golf as anyone here can remember in any Open Championship. Now, the one man in golf today that uh, you can expect perhaps sometimes to do anything extraordinary is young Severiano Ballesteros of Spain. Ballesteros started the day two over par. He had three birdies going out and he reached the turn in 33. Now, we're going to join him on the 14th green. He stands level par for the championship. Here he is now, putting for a birdie. Oh, just on the final gasp. Well, what a splendid putt. Got the pace exactly right. Ballesteros, third shot to the 15th. Look at that. Oh, what a beauty. Well, 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 well. Well, that really must feel like a double eagle for Ballesteros. Absolute magical three there. Ballesteros with a chance again of another three. And a chance to get one stroke nearer the leader. <laughs> Straight in. And that's another fantastic three. He's made three threes on three of the most difficult par fours on this course. Now, at three under and coming to the final hole, a very good par four, it's Severiano Ballesteros from Spain. Difficult second shot, on the down slope, near the bunker. And he whips that nine iron through from a very awkward spot, it's online. Look at this one, could it go in the hole? One hesitates to say vintage stuff at the age of 22, but my word vintage stuff indeed. He's had a great run, in fact, over the last few holes, partnered today by Lee Trevino and Ken Brown. He's gone birdie, birdie, par birdie over the last four holes. Here's the man of the moment. And this putt for a birdie three. And that is the easiest of putts, and that's a round of 65 for Seve Ballesteros today. 
And he now lies at this moment just one behind the lead and who knows before the end of the day he could easily be leader. The most amazing thing about that Ballesteros score is the fact that he came back in 32. One would have thought that was impossible. Now well positioned after his first two rounds, Ballesteros looked ready to win his first major title. Here is Seve talking to John Huggan around the turn of the millennium in a series of recorded tapes that feature in the new Seve film. I was, I was the best player in the world for 1976, 77, 78. And I was potentially good enough and strong enough to win. Well, now let's start thinking about the people who were the overnight leaders. People like Hale Irwin, the United States Open champion, who of course was six under par overnight and leading everybody, and his nearest rival, Severiano Ballesteros of Spain. Well, today they were playing together. Rather appetising prospect. A rather appetising prospect indeed. Let's catch up with the leading pair in round three, with Irwin still leading Ballesteros by two strokes as they reach the second tee. Hale Irwin, who parred the first as indeed did Ballesteros. They're now on the second tee where Watson and so many have come to grief before. Ballesteros playing for safety with a one iron and that could be disaster as well. The railway is very close on the right hand side and I do believe it could be taking Ballesteros's ball with it. Lots of searching in the bushes. Ballesteros hoping they'll have found it. In fact, I do believe they have, but it's right in the heart of the bush and completely unplayable. Nowhere for Ballesteros to drop it, so the sad, lonely walk back to the tee. Ballesteros playing five. Look how deep that bunker is. Awkward shot. Just flicked up, played beautifully to within a couple of feet of the hole. He'll pop that one in, but that's a double bogey six to put him only two under par the same as Jack Nicklaus, and suddenly Irwin has a four-stroke lead. As the leaders come to the notorious Lytham finish, facing wind and rain. Ballesteros at the 445-yard 14th, struggling for his par. No, so that's a bogey five for the Spaniard. And Hale Irwin now two strokes ahead. Back at the 15th, the leaders, both with quite long putts to save their powers. First, Ballesteros. Woefully short, uh, and that's the second successive stroke drop to par. And the troubles continue for Ballesteros at the 17th, and again missed the green. Irwin took six at the par four 17th, Ballesteros five, so just two strokes in it as they come to the 18th. That's Ballesteros's tee shot. Picking up the tee rapidly, usually a good sign. And indeed, centre of the fairway. Now Ballesteros, second shot. Easy swing. And a chance, an outside chance for a three. Great reception and huge crowds scampering round this 18th green to get their final views of the third round. Now, what possibilities here if Ballesteros holes, Irwin misses, they're level. That's online, has it got the legs? Oh, no, oh, caramba! 
and other Spanish cries. <laughs> what a good effort, half an inch out. So that's a four for Ballesteros, a round of 75, level par, 2-1-3. Final look tonight at the scoreboard with Hale Irwin of the United States with that uh, rather nice, comfortable lead of two strokes over Severiano Ballesteros of Spain. As round three finished, Irwin still led Ballesteros by two shots. But Seve was determined to take his chance at the Open this time, three years after missing out at Royal Birkdale. Playing the last round, I remember I played with Khaled Irwin. And I was really confident, even though that Khaled Irwin was the uh, US Open champion. When I, when I met uh, Khaled Irwin on the first team, I'm very sure that Khaled Irwin was very confident and I, and I was going to shoot uh, 80 that day. <laughs> but uh, he didn't know that, uh, that uh, he was he, he has in front uh, some player that really has the, uh, the guts and the willpower and mentally prepared to win. And this final day has been one of the most sensational last days of the Open in recent years. Let's hear what happened in round four of the 1979 Open. This is the final game of the afternoon on T. Severiano Ballesteros. Level par, two behind Irwin. And a very nice, safe opening shot. Outside chance for a two. What a start. Couldn't have wished for anything much better than that. Two for Ballesteros goes immediately to one under par. Now Irwin for a one over par five. Second hole. And would you believe it, that's three holes gone in two. Irwin drops two strokes at the second hole. Well, you could hardly have a more intriguing start than that. Suddenly the young Spaniard was in the lead and Irwin, the overnight leader, relegated to second place. And then came the great bid of the pair playing together, Roger Davis of Australia and Ben Crenshaw, and they were getting some birdies. Crenshaw went out in 33, Davis of Australia in 32, and in fact, at one time, he was actually in the lead on his own. Well, it's a marvellous story, and we're now going to go into the, the whole great climax of this Open Championship. And now back to the 12th and Ballesteros. He's chipped up. This is a really crucial putt. This to salvage his par three and to stay tied with Crenshaw. Girls bravely hold a fighting three. And should the young Spaniard win this championship well, he may well look back on that putt. 13th and Ballesteros to play his third shot just off the green. A nasty little shoulder to get up and over. Gives it a bump up the slope. Oh, and the young Matador is absolutely delighted. And why not? Against all the odds, he takes the outright lead yet again and can't wait to get to the next hole. Crucial shot for Crenshaw. He must hold that to only drop one stroke to par. No, and that's a two over par six. Crenshaw, who was looking very much a potential champion, goes sadly to the 18th, having dropped two strokes. All the same, Ballesteros has just dropped a stroke at the 14th. Just two strokes in it, and there's Ballesteros' tee shot on its way at the 15th, and that's going well to the left, way, way to the left. Ballesteros, under great pressure, 
He's level par and in trouble at the 15th. Oh, he's at it again. He really is charged up. I suppose this is what it means by having your adrenaline flowing, I suppose. And he's up short left of the green. Leaves him a relatively straightforward little pitch over the bunker and up the slope uh, into the wind. He's running, he's jumping, he's hurling, he's doing. He really is. Oh, Ballesteros. The genius of the manufactured little shot. The small pitch, about 35 yards, over the edge of the bunker. Slightly uphill, wind from the right. Gives it a long free, so it's rather bold. Oh. He really flipped that one up. He looked a little anxious. He really is charged up now. He's going to go out and mark that one. He's only a couple of feet from the hole, but remember, Jack Nicholas missed a short putt on the screen. For his four, yes. Another adventurous four. As Ballesteros drives, this blind tee shot from the 16th. Oh, he gives it a tremendous clatter, and that's going miles to the right. Where some 60 or 70 yards to the right of this fairway. Well, I do believe he's away off there and found a car park. Well, now, anything could happen. Crenshaw, who's safely in the clubhouse, could still win. Back to the 16th, where <laughs> still having a discussion. So you have a you have a free drop, uh, and we you also have we, we play the line of sight rule uh, in relation to parked motor cars. So where must drop? You take the nearest nearest point, giving you complete relief, no nearer the hole. Must be over there. That's correct. Well, Seve, a little fortunate there off that wayward tee shot. He found some cars. You can see them parked some 60 or 70 yards off the fairway. He uh, can move away from the parked cars. Alasteris now has found the true spot to drop, and how lucky he has been to be able to get that sort of lie from that wild tee shot. It's still a difficult shot, though, across the green, across the bunkers, with the wind whipping from the left. or so feet to the right of the flag. Ballesteros has this putt for a birdie three and a lead of three shots. To the heart. What a three. Three strokes clear of the field. Just two holes to play. Well, the golfing gods really are with the smiling Spaniard today. Well, well. Perhaps we're just moments away from Severiano Ballesteros becoming the youngest Open champion of this century. And that's it. Ballesteros is the champion. What a win for Seve, navigating car parks and all sorts of challenges around the greens en route to success. The young Spaniard eventually beat Jack Nicholas and Ben Crenshaw by three strokes to lift the claret jug for the very first time. Great.
think uh, the way the way a player, the way a other really dis- I destroyed him. It was a great victory. Fantastic. I think uh, it's come of the right time. Severiano Ballesteros. <laughs> Ballesteros, who today for millions has transformed golf from a technical science to a great adventure. He was only just getting started. Next up, it's 1984. Now a three-time major champion and still just 27 years of age, Seve arrived at the 113th Open truly in love with the old course. Well, it's, a, it's an average. It's, it's, it's the golf course is different. It's, it's, it's unique. It's different from the other golf courses. It's very special. I mean, all these unique double greens and, and the biggest loads and... You know, and, and it's unbelievable. Every single bunker, sooner or later, has always become uh, in play. And that's, that's, it's like, uh, it's like a painting, like a Greco, you know, like uh, <laughs> one of those famous uh, Picasso Master. masterpieces. And he got off to a really good start, too, with a round of 69. Four for Ballesteros. Three under par, round of 69 and two behind the leaders after the first round. And so, after some 14 hours of play here today on the old course, this is how the leaderboard looks tonight. Longmuir of Scotland, five under. Norman of Australia, five under. Jacobson of the United States, five under. One behind then, the Australian Baker Finch, and then five men, two strokes off. A danger man, Tom Kite, without any question. And, of course, Faldo and Biasteris. And in round two, things were going just as well. Here he is. Five under for the championship at the 14th. Ballesteros to have a go, see if he can improve on his five under. Oh, and in she goes. Break at the back. 34 at 14 takes him to six under par. Now Ballesteros from this putt for a three. Seve makes no mistake, a 33, seven under, a round of 68 to add to his opening 69. And this is how the leaderboard looks after the second round. Ian Baker Finch has got a three-stroke lead over the rest of the field, but just look at the people behind him. Nick Faldo, for instance, and then three former Open champions, Ballesteros, Trevino and Watson. The third day dawns calm, but the wind brings difficulty. And now, the penultimate pair. Opening rounds of 68 and 67 put Seve in a great spot after the halfway cut at seven under. Playing with Lee Trevino in round three and in a tie for second, here is Seve with a putt for birdie at the first. Seve Ballesteros, the champion in 1979, and Lee Trevino, winner in 1971 and 72. Both seven under par. Now Seve. 
No, always on the low side. So just a little tap in for Seve. For his par four. And they both remain seven under par. Let's join the golf on Saturday on the par five fifth hole where Seve is in the rough on the downslope after his tee shot. It's up to Ballesteros now. He also had four opening pars capable of uh, tremendous long drives and certainly capable of getting up here in two. Oh, he didn't spare that. Travel all the way down the right-hand side here. Plenty of room to the left. Now, he appears to be using something like a number three or four iron. He'll have to pick the club up very sharply in the back swing and drive the ball forward. Touch of class, baby. Touch of class. Touch of class. Get up. Buenas, heavy. Well, that is pure magic. This one here that Ballesteros has is for the eagle. And this to take him from seven under to nine under. Oh, it looked as if it was turning in and then it straightened up and that would have taken him into joint second place with Tom Watson. But instead it takes him alongside Bernard Langer and Trevino at eight under. Ballesteros, the ninth hole. And not a bad shot. Ballesteros, desperate to get another birdie. Started at seven under, birdied the long fifth. We saw that. But no other birdies, all the rest pars. Sixteenth hole now, we catch up with Seve Ballesteros, who's nine under par. Yes, a birdie three. Well, he's had a long run of pars, but he's now ten under, going to the seventeenth. And suddenly there's only one stroke in. Watson still eleven under. Baker Finch, twelve under. Behind Watson, the 17th has been Ballesteros' downfall for the third day running. He takes five and finishes the day nine under, tying with Langer. Well, it does look now as though it's come down to a four-horse race. If we look at the third-round leaderboard, it looks as though it's between Watson, Baker Finch, Langer and Ballesteros, unless, of course, somebody does something extraordinary out of the pack behind them. On a glorious summer's Sunday, Seve was in with a real shot for a second Open Championship title, tied for third at nine under and playing in the penultimate group alongside Bernhard Langer. Behind them, five-time Open champion Tom Watson and Ian Baker Finch shared the lead at 11 under, setting the stage perfectly. Let's relive an incredible day, starting with Seve on the first. Well, now, Seve, we saw him play pretty well yesterday. 14 pars, three birdies, just that one five at the 17th. Nine under and just two behind the leaders. This from about 10 feet for a birdie three at the opening hole. And that 
must be considered an opportunity gone. But he has to remain nine under par. Bernard Langer now ten under as they move off the first green and make way for the leaders. To the fifth now, and by Asteris. This hole a par five, Tebby's third. He nips it up and lets it ease down the hill towards the hole. And that's a sweet little chip shot from Sebi. He's had four straight pars today. Well, he's done it. The Ballesteros into a tie for the lead in this championship. Ten under par. In the last five minutes, things at the top of the board have changed considerably. And Sebi Ballesteros now, for the first time, gets up with the leader, Tom Watson, both ten under. Around the loop of holes at the far end of the lengths come significant developments. Ballesteros at the par three, eight. Lovely rhythm on this shot. Get in the hole, they call. My goodness, it nearly did. What a chance for a birdie, too. And now, Sevi. No mistake at all. And Sevi takes the lead, possibly for the first time since he won the championship back in 1979 at Royal And out at the far end of the course, round the loop, it's getting tighter and tighter. This is the par 3 11th, 172 yards with a deep bunker named Strath lying across the front of the green as the players pitch up to it. Now Sevi. An eight iron. Downwind, of course, but Sevi does not give it enough. He doesn't make it up the hill. And I feel sure he underclubbed. There he goes, back down the slope. Still going. What's he going to do? Is he going to putt it, chip it, try and use the slopes? He putts it. Look how long it takes to get up, but is it going to make it only just? Still Sevy's turn. This now for a par three. He did everything else but. Beautiful putt from Ballesteros, but Close, but no cigar, as they say. So, Sevi drops a shot at 11 and is now 10 under par. And uh, Ballesteros now, once again, in a tie with Watson. Now back out on the course, what a situation. Watson with a putt for a birdie at the 13th. Ballesteros with a putt for a birdie at the 14th. Watson first. This for a birdie and to once again go into the lead on his own. Fourteenth, Ballesteros for a birdie. Superb three from Watson. Can Sevi get a birdie four? Of course he can. Of course he can. Oh, they're both eleven under and tracking away. Sixteenth green now. Severiano putting for a birdie. Has he? Has he? Has he? Has he? Has he? Oh. Ah. Oh. A whisker short. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Well, I hit the ball. 
And now, possibly, the crunch, because the 17th confronts Ballesteros. Well, he's been over par at this hole every day so far. 461 yards, a par four. And what a daunting drive over the outline of the old black railway shed. 461 yards. And he's hit it away to the left and into the rough. But we've seen the green easily reachable out of there today. Now Seve ponders. Lying all right, but not a very good line in over the bunker if he's going to go right at the pin and, of course, the road and the stone wall waiting for him behind. Ballesteros, second at 17. Oh, 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 oh. That's a marvellous shot. What a great shot under these circumstances. Well, cheers for Seve and Tom Watson with this long putt for a birdie three. At the 15th, this would take him into the lead. A four. Still they're tied, but Seve's on the 17th green, fairly near the pin, so you'd have to say the odds are slightly in Seve's favour at this moment. Seve, four, three at 17. Not died yet. That's the four. Eleven under. And as Langer prepares for his par four, Tevi looks back up the fairway and sees that Watson, having thought he might be out of bounds, in fact in the perfect spot down the right-hand side of the fairway. Still tying for the lead, but Watson seems uncharacteristically indecisive. And that's a full-blooded hit from Watson, and he looks slightly agitated. Oh, disaster for Watson. That's over the road, up against the wall. Both features are integral parts of the old course. And there's no free relief from there. He'll have to play it as it lies. And that could be the end of Watson. And he will need a total miracle to get down in two from here. Well, he couldn't really do much more. Ballesteros, oblivious of Watson's plight, as he walks up the final hole, is very and very Just a pitch over the Valley of Sin. The fairways are very dry, bone hard. Sevi nips it up beautifully. Oh, a gem of a shot. A chance for a three. Sevi's been having a bit of a lean time of late for him. But surely now, he must have a slight scent of victory in his young nostrils. He's back at the 17th. Watson. He must hold this long putt to have a chance of forcing a playoff with Seve. No, it's still in view. And so that's a five. Seve. 
Diving up a shortish putt. Coming up the hill. Slightly uphill. This for a three. And he's just done it. Oh! You think he enjoyed that one? Go on, give him a kiss as well. That's fantastic stuff. Came in uh, slightly through the tradesman's entrance, as dear old Henry used to say. But that was a three. A second open win for Seve. And with it, one of the most iconic moments in the history of golf, as the Spanish wizard showcased his artistry and his fight to beat Tom Watson and cement his legacy with that historic part. It's a moment he always cherished throughout his life as his greatest shot. It's been a great moment. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I need. I must say one. Uh, I would choose St Andrews because, because you know that uh, the way I play beating Tom Watson I was one of the best players of all time, and I was uh, his best then. And making three on the last hole and part, and the way the way the part dropped, and. No, I, 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 I really feel that uh, I, I feel I pushed the putt, or not, not really pushed. Maybe I, I went for too much break, and I saw the ball all, always on the right, and I, I thought it was going to stay there, you know. But as I said last night, and I always say before, in the willpower and my energy, believe it or not, sometimes I believe in those things, you know. I believe in those things. But Sevi the magician still had one more trick up his sleeve. Last, but not least, it's 1988. Nine years after his first Open triumph at the same venue, Ballesteros came back to Royal Lytham without much form to speak of. But class is permanent, and on day one, Seve showed the world his greatness with a wonderful opening round that got off to a terrific start. From the moment play started here at a quarter past seven this morning until it finished round about nine o'clock tonight, we had grey, threatening skies, we had very fierce winds, and at times it was bitterly cold. But one man at least made light of it. Severiano Ballesteros, who won the Open here when it was played in 1979. He started birdie, birdie, birdie. He was three under after the first three holes. And then on the par five, six, he had this putt for another birdie. In it went, so now Seve, who was looking unusually relaxed today, was four under. And then another chance at the seventh, because this also is a par five, and this is an attempt at an eagle. What a wonderful try it was. Not to be, but very little putt indeed left for another birdie. So in it went, and now Ballesteros was five under par. On a wet and windy day, where scores were high, Seve produced some truly outrageous saves to keep his low score going. Let's pick up his day at the 14th, where he remains five under par. 14th Ballesteros. Now this one winding its way back, wind left to right. Seve. Five under. Seve's, there he is, off with the jacket. Oh, I say, now, whether that club that 
something very strange happened there. Clive said it was a very good lie. Clive's never lied to us before. But I wonder what happened there to see that ball. It seemed to be a snap hook over the head of the spectators. Well, we've uh, found Seve's ball, but it really is in a dreadful position. He's right in the middle of that willow scrub. So um, Seve's taken a penalty stroke and has gone back about uh, another 40, 50 yards behind the trees and is now going to come over the top. Well, it's cleared the bushes, that's for sure. <laughs> you see. Old shot, if you can knock that in the hole for a five, that'll be like a minor miracle. First, he's got to get his way out of the crowd. Alasteras, who could come out of here with the one over par five, and my goodness, would he feel relieved if he escaped with that after the... The two shots he hit. One of the greatest goals. Today, it's the Seve of old. Nothing can contain his flair and invention. Quite simply, in the darkening gloom, he sparkles. Scored a 67 and ends the day exalted, the leader by two shots. But perhaps more important than the score itself is the revival of Seve's spirit. How you doing? After the round, while practicing, he appears relaxed and genial, far removed from the brooding, introspective man of recent years. And what a relaxed Ballesteros we saw there, and what an adventurous round it was. And there's confirmation of the leaderboard at the end of the first day's play. Seve's lead stood from lunchtime until the end of the day. A first round of 67, four under, gave Seve a two-shot lead. But day two wasn't plain sailing. Still, a brilliant bunker save at the 18th salvaged a 71 and kept the Spaniard in second place overall. Ballesteros, third shot, 18th. The showman. Today, Flair takes second place to more pragmatic virtues as Seve grafts his way to a 71, staying well in contention. Ballesteros. In she goes, no doubt about that, at four at the last. An even par round of 71 to go with his 67 in the first round, a four under par, 36 hole total. And one shot behind Nick Price, who now seems certain to lead the championship at the halfway stage. So this is how the championship stands at the halfway stage. Nick Price of Zimbabwe, five under, leads by one stroke from Seve Ballesteros. In 1988, something rather unusual happened at the Open Championship, with a day of golf abandoned due to rain and play beginning on the Sunday in the third round. But as the survivors prepare for their greatest examination, the weather, unpredictable as always on the Lancashire coast, intervenes. Non-stop rain gradually soaks the course, causing at first a suspension of play, then finally, as the greens become saturated, abandonment. Though rain caused real problems in the 1988 Open, it also opened exciting avenues, including creating a Sunday three ball. It was still just round three, but what a treat for the galleries. 
and what a battle lay in store. It's just what Seve, and the fighter within him, would have loved. Let's pick up Seve on Sunday, in round three, on the sixth hole. Seve Ballesteros played his first five holes in par, and he's still four under on the sixth tee. A rather nice place to spend the afternoon watching great players drive, particularly when you can see, I was going to say, swings of that quality, but he's hooked it into the crowd. He hit a spectator on the left and ricocheted towards disaster land. And Savvy in trouble here at the sixth. Attempting to hit left-handed, and I think it stayed there. This is serious. Well, it was a risky shot. He could have taken a penalty and come out two clubs then sideways, which he contemplated. Mm -hmm. He did measure it out with his driver, but then decided he would gain a little ground. But, uh, he's only moved the ball about, uh, I would think, no more than two or three feet. It's still in the bush. <coughs> now he's considering having another go. Yes. So he's out in three, but he could easily have left it in just as he did with the second shot there. Seve, a hole behind on the sixth, an easy hole, or at least it should be, but he hit his tee shot into the bushes on the left, hacked at it left-handed, had another hack at it left-handed, and he's got this putt to save his power. Well, a pretty good effort from long range, but that was a very untidy six for Seve, although it's only a stroke dropped for him, really, in all truth. It's two shots gone. So now he's just three under par and level with Nick Felder, the defending champion. All the championships have been won by great bunker players. The seventh and the second of the two par fives here. Savy, whose second shot, well, could easily have come up into the green and instead of that, he pulled it into the bunker. where he started the day. The 13th hole, 342 yards, and Seve hooked away to the left, but he's found a very good lie. He's where the uh, spectators have been trampling the grass down, and he's got really a very straightforward shot. He's only got 115 yards to go, which is really nothing much more than a good sharp wedge. Ballesteros after that splendid second has this to go five under. So the scoring today is really terrific and it's great stuff. Well, that birdie putt from Nick Price on the 13th puts him seven under and restores his lead at the top. Uh, just the single stroke from the other Nick Falder. And then one more behind comes Seve Ballesteros and one further behind that. Sandy Lyle. Looking back down the 15th, this very difficult par four, 463 yards. Seve's played his second, just short of the green. Let's watch Seve. Five under par. 
just in the light fluffy grass. save his par, otherwise he'll almost certainly drop four behind Price. Oh, what a good putt. What a good putt. <laughs> but it went in, all right, back door. Now, Seppi, with this for a three to be round in 69. So as round three finished, rather unusually on the Sunday evening, Price took a two-shot lead at seven under par over Faldo and Seve. Monday, the 18th of July, and for the first time in its history, the Open goes into an extra day. Monday at the Open, a rare occurrence indeed, but one that would provide one of the most memorable final day battles in memory, with Seve, Nick Price, and defending champion Nick Faldo, and one of Seve's finest ever rounds. Let's enjoy the action from a wonderful last day, this time beginning at the 7th. Seve at 6-under, Nick Price, the leader, at 8-under. Is he going to come in off the bank on the left? Oh, he's coming in very nice. Now, this could go in. Ooh. I can't see the bottom of the flag, so that's not too shabby, though, is it? Seve has this putt for an eagle. If he could nick this one in. That's the price, and he dies. It's an eagle three. But for Seve, the magic starts to flow. He just can't miss. And ominously for the rest, he appears as he did on day one, relaxed and smiling. After nine holes, he and Price now share the lead, three clear of the field. So the final group begin the trek for home. This is where the drama all really begins. 334 yards this 10th hole. What Seve's answer to be. Perfect drive. Picks the club up steeply, punches it in. Just dragged it a little bit. Across green putt, hoping the wind might nudge it towards the hole. Seve to go 10 under. Down the left side. Done it again. Oh, blow after blow, rain at price. His fourth shot here at the par 5 11th. Joint leader with Nick Price at 10 under par. 
looks at oh I say that was a killer Ooh, I say a birdie for Severiano goes to 11 under what a hammering price is taking every time he puts his ball close or closer than Seve Seve gets his putt in first this looks good though this to keep the show the lead and it wriggles round so he gets his par he stays at 10 under but for the first time today Seve goes into the lead by one with just seven holes left to play but Price fights on. A par at the 12th, and he shares the lead once more because Seve bogeys 12. He can't believe it. He can't believe he's missed as they move to the 13th. 342 yards, the 13th hole. Both Price and Ballesteros birded it yesterday. Both of them now 10 under par. Price first. He's three under for today. Good going indeed. Ballesteros has got a pretty straightforward putt. Still. Locked in battle at the top of the leaderboard, 11 under, with Nick Price of Zimbabwe, who's never won a major title. Three holes left to play, and both Price and Ballesteros, 10 under par. Looking down at the 16th hole, of course, here in 1979, Sebi pushed his tee shot away to the right into the BBC car park. 357 yards, both Sebi and Nick Price drop strokes at the 14th, par the 15th, and that's a good drive from Ballesteros. Looks as if uh, Seve's got the, a very good line in to the green, just a very lofted club. Seve's only, well, an inch away, inch or two inches away, what a moment to get a birdie. 11 under, the leader. And he's bound to go up the last with a one-stroke lead. Uh, this is it, Ballesteros' final hole. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's... We see it bob up, miss the bushes here. But, oh, well, he was anxious for a moment, but... The gods are with him. Savvy with 170, the ball setting up extremely well.
Seve's ball, oh, it's not too bad. It's nestled a bit. What a performance from the great Seve Ballesteros once again at Royal Lytham and St Anne's with a chip on 18 so glorious that it could only have come from him. Perhaps the victory that week was, well, destiny. Yeah, well, probably. Yeah, that's a good example. Nick Price was two shots ahead. It was, it was quite windy that day. And he shot 69 and, and with two shots ahead and, and at the lead end, which is a very tough golf course, he still lost the tournament. So maybe, the, yeah, that's a good example. That was my destiny to win because he played good enough to win, but that was the jump. Approach shot at the lead end not to win to beat Nick Price from, from the left side of the green, which had been a very difficult chip, but yes, very difficult. The ball was in a bad lie and very impression. Severi gave us many great moments in his career, but those he provided in each of his Open Championship wins perhaps stand above all else. His car park escapades in 1979, his stunning chip to cap off that final winning round of 65 in 1988, and of course... That part, in 1984, El Momento. And to watch Seve's incredible exploits at the Open, the Masters and the Ryder Cup, as well as his astonishing life and career, watch Seve, artist, fighter, legend, for free today. Described as poignant, essential viewing, this feature-length film showcases the legendary Ballesteros like you've never seen before. Stream it today, for free, on Rakuten TV. This has been an original audio production from The Open.